Welcome to the Circle Stories podcast, where we aim to explore the stories within, between, and around the various circles we inhabit in our lives. My guest today is Jordan Doty. How are you? I'm doing very well, thanks. How are good, you? Good, good. I'm all right. Let's talk, let's talk a little bit about how you've been doing and like, how has your journey been from the beginning of this till now? I mean, so we, we heard about this in mid-March, right? Is that pretty much when mm-hmm. you kind of yeah. just started hearing about stuff? And it may have been on your radar before, but it kind of all came became real in mid-March. Tell me about that when, when it kind of first started. Yeah, so I remember that, what you're talking about, the mid-March thing. And I remember hearing it and, and thinking, well, you know, I don't know if it's going to impact my tours quite as much because it's outdoors, you know. People can be distant. It's something that's still active. You know, it'll be fine. Um, and and I talk remember- about your... You're, you're doing free walking tours. Oh, Asheville. yes. Yes. Right. So okay. I am, I am the um, founder of Asheville Free Walking Tours. And right. so um, it's walking tours of downtown Asheville. Um, and we, it's kind of a combination of a little bit of, of history of Asheville, also some local tips and guidance. And then we do quite a few free tastings. So, right. You um, stop by local businesses and, mm-hmm. and sample the, their wares. Exactly. And that kind of thing. And, so basically you were like, okay, well, this is outside, it's fresh air, but be fine. at some point you realize that the, you, you get a lot of tourists, but some locals, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And at some point you realize that, okay, we're going to shut down and the tourists aren't going to come. Is that right. what? Okay. It was, it literally was from a Wednesday. I remember having the conversation saying, Ah, it'll be fine. I don't think it's going to impact my tours. You know, it's outdoor, blah, blah, blah. And by Friday, everything was done. All yeah. of my tours for the next, you know, until Ever. to be determined, yes, yeah. um, were over. That's kind of how I, I experienced it too. It was like mm-hmm. one day it was this and the next day it was this. Mm-hmm. It was like, and then the next day it changed and the next day it changed and, and, and then they instituted the lockdown or the, the shut-in or I don't know how you want to describe it, but when the businesses started shutting down, that's sort of like, okay, this is real. Yeah. What are we going to do? How is this going to work? Yeah. Um, it very much got real. When the businesses yeah. shut down, I, I started to feel this almost the dystopia of a, of a existence. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I remember those early yeah. days. If you drove downtown during those early days, it was just, I mean, Asheville pretty much has a year-round yeah. um, activity. And to go downtown and to see parking, it's like, oh, we can par- finally park downtown Asheville. You know, there's nothing to do. So, yeah, you can park down yeah. Asheville. But that's what I remember is just the, the one day it was this, the next day it was even more. And then, you know, by, by the first week, I was still just kind of reeling with what, what is going, what is this and what's going to happen? How long did it kind of take it for you, you know, 
for you to kind of settle in and just kind of go, wow, this is. Um, I think for me, it was, like you said, the first week, it definitely got real. Mm -hmm. um, but it was, it was almost like, I don't know, I didn't feel it as much. Um, because it was just so bizarre. And so you almost kind of felt like, I don't know if it's like the concept of adrenaline that you just don't, you don't even realize something because it's just so weird. Um, so I think for me, it like started being more real and like feeling the really negative effects after mm -hmm. two weeks. So about two weeks is when you started yeah. kind of going, oh my God, this is so I would say probably for, yeah, about, about week, week two, week two. Um, when I woke up and still had nothing that I needed to do or needed to be at, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. that's when, that's when it hit me in a way that was a lot less like, wow, this is weird and exotic. It was no longer exotic. It was no longer like interesting. It was just frustrating and yeah. A little bit saddening. Yeah. I remember that too. I remember, I, I think it was three weeks for me mm -hmm. um, about the end of the third week. Um, you know, I had, I, I was getting tired of Netflix. Mm -hmm. I mean, who'd have thunk it. Right. Right. Um, I couldn't, you know, we were trying to settle into a kind of a routine in terms of how many hours I can work. What are we right. going to do for exercise? All that stuff. It's just, I think it was three weeks for me. So, and it makes sense for, you know, for two weeks for you. Right. And um, what have you missed the most, I think, about the quarantine time? Well, so for those <laughs> of you who under who know what this means, I am an Enneagram 7, right. um, which essentially just for those who do not know, that just means I am a very, very social person. I'm very right. social, very active. I'm considered the, as according to the Enneagram, the enthusiast. So for sure... Um, for me, it's, it's just been interacting with my people. Um, yeah. I am, I love to go and do and be with people. Um, and while I have been very proactive in screen timing and doing all of the zooms and all of the apps and everything right, I can come right. up with, it's just not the same as I'm sure everyone, you know, feels is feeling that screen fatigue, but, um, that's been the hardest for me. Uh, yeah, I, think, I think the key there was go and do. Yes. I think, those, you know, so you're getting a little bit of the interaction but on the screen, but going and doing, and doing. Mm -hmm. was pretty much what you were, yeah, yeah, is what you're all about. And so this, yeah, I, and, and we, Carmen, and I do think of you often. We do. <laughs> Thank we're, you. We're like, oh my God. You know, we're laying around. Jordan's dying. I wonder how Jordan's doing. <laughs> and then of course we think about, you know, Kelsey. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because while we're both kind of homebodies, we, right. we, have, we have to go, oh, my gosh, how are you guys, you know, right. playing yeah. this and how, how is the interaction? So mm -hmm. we're thinking about you guys a lot. But, I appreciate um, that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, <okay>. it's real. <laughs> um, what are the biggest, like, surprises? Like, for a while, it was day-to-day -day of the surprises. Right. But, as you settle into it, what are, you know, if you reflect on it, what are the biggest surprises about this time period in terms of how you're reacting, how your family's reacting? Yeah, um, I think definitely one of the biggest surprises uh, has been how 
it is common amongst my friends and I that we're all saying that our families are pretending like it's nothing and we are the ones who are like, no man, you know, this could be real, this could be a problem. Um, And so that's been a very interesting shift of just like so many children becoming parents (laughs) to their parents. Um, And and it's funny because I, I, I believe that most people are kind of in that situation. And so it's Mm -hmm. bizarre for it to all happen at once. And I know that, you know, that happens in general in life that, that the child eventually takes care of the parent in that regard, but generally it doesn't happen as an entire generation in the exact same week. So Um, not just you and Kelsey, but your friends have also been experiencing this. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Across the spectrum. Everyone's saying the same thing. Yeah, my parents, they all think it's fine. They're all trying to like hang out or they're wanting me to come over and they're pretending like it's nothing, going to the grocery store without taking precautions. Meanwhile, all of us are like, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. It's that's, very bizarre. That's been, I mean, for the most part, my family and Karma's family have been taking it seriously. So I'm, I'm not necessarily experiencing that along with you, but... I've been doing the shopping, you know, I've been going to the grocery store. So sometimes I'll hit up at different angles or something. And, Mm -hmm. um, and I'll notice that, you know, the percentage of people with masks or um, the ones that are still going the wrong way down the one way lines. Right. I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's right there. What are you doing? They've actually, have you noticed they've actually started putting like wrong way signs at the, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and people just like completely disregard them. And I, I get that you're that you're in a hurry or whatever, but if 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 some people don't follow the rules or if none of it, you know, it, we're yeah. doing this because we're all together in this, and I'm just, yeah. I get mm-hmm. that that gets me frustrated. I don't know if it does you, but it's like, oh yeah, it, it it's a pain to go one way and to not just zip across the aisle and to, right. but if we don't do but this all together, we're not get, yeah. exactly. I mean, what is that? Yep. That, we, that we can't all help each other on this. And yeah. Those I, and I think, I think what I've had to try to explain to, to people too, you know, particularly people that I care about that are, that kind of are like, I just don't think this is real or it's not a big thing or whatever. I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, that's your choice, but don't make the choice for everybody else yeah. as yes. to how much they have to interact with you. Because for them, it is very real. It is an issue. And so just respect that. You don't have to do everything for yourself, but do something for somebody else, you know? Yeah, and, and can, can you do that just to help us out? You know? Right. Even if it's not for you, can you just do that? I mean, right. I, I, this, this will carry an explicit warning. So I'm not saying that to give you, but I loved the peeing in the pool analogy. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that one? Uh, vaguely, but... So, refresh my memory. So basically it's the, you know, the 50 states, right? And mm-hmm. if they all have a different strategy. Mm-hmm. So if you picture 50 kids in the pool and each mm-hmm. kid has a parent and 11 of the parents are telling the kids, 11 of their kids, it's okay to pee in your part of the pool. <laughs> you right? Know? It's like, wait, if you tell your kids, it's okay. You know, that pee's not going to stay where that kid is. It doesn't is. stay there. So no. this whole this whole where some governors aren't doing what they should be doing. Right. Like, no, you're letting your kid pee in the pool. Right. And that's, <laughs> that is unacceptable. I loved that analogy anyway, but anyway, um, but it's true. It's like, 
you guys, we all have to work together or none of us are going to get out of this anytime soon. And I, I think if you try and tell your parents that, you know, I just don't, I don't know how you guys, are you guys even trying or you and your friends? Or are you just- Oh yeah, I mean, to, and then also eventually you give up because- Yeah. Th they're just like- They're not gonna get it. Well, yeah. You know, there's not much you can do about that. It's just yeah. like, okay then. And unfortunately, that's just going to keep setting us all back. And right, one uh, one of the analogies that I heard that I really appreciated was the um, one of the teachers said, "I feel like I'm one of those. I'm a kindergartner, and I keep we keep getting our recess taken away because one of those kids just won't shh." Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, and I, I was like, it. "Yes, that's exactly how I feel. It's like I, I can't it. play anymore. I can't play outside because these people." Don't just follow the rules like listen to the teacher i love I, it i feel like that's like mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. exactly what it is that one those couple of kids that won't those go kids so that we can all go out to the playground just hush yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love yeah. it i love I that do. one that one's good mm -hmm. so it what is it mid mid-may it's already mm -hmm. mid-may it's like just is so it's bizarre um what what do you see as the new normal what do you what are we i know right you're shaking scary your head thought. scary thought well and and who's to say because it just seems like until we get a, a, a grip on this we can't turn the corner and, and if we can't turn the corner then what's going to be the new so it just kind of the limbo thing i think is uh, yeah. the, two weeks ago i think i was i was just really done I was, mm -hmm. I had, I had for a couple of days there, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't see a way out of this. I couldn't see what the future looked like. And it just, I was really bummed for a couple of days. Right. And when I expressed that to some people, they were like, yeah, I, you know, I was either there last week or I think I'll probably get, you know, it's yeah. gonna hit all of us. I think eventually at some point, everybody's there, mm -hmm. but everybody's gonna be like, where where do we go and yeah. what is it going to look like because i think we're creatures of habit and creatures of mm -hmm. routine yeah and i know for me i you know i can work three hours a day but it's usually between like three and six mm -hmm. and so those mornings where yeah. i don't get up until you know eight or nine or whatever and Whenever. i, I yeah. can't work because nothing's there until later in the afternoon right um, I need to exercise. I'm not doing it. Ah, mm -hmm. oh, it's just I'm not mm -hmm. benefiting from this at all. And right. At the same time, I want to check my privilege. I mean, I, right. you know, I I have food, I have shelter, and I have a loving community, and mm -hmm. I want to acknowledge all those things. But at the same time, man, it's this is wow. It's gonna I'm, be. I think it's gonna be a really hard transition because I think everyone is going to want to to get back to normal per se um and i've heard a lot of different and like very valid perspectives on that of like you know i think to 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 just get back to normal 
would would not be helpful either, right? Because there were imperfections that maybe we have been highlighted during this and, and, and things that we've noticed, you know, from from very silly things like maybe that meeting didn't have to be a meeting. It could have been an email concept, which like, that's, yeah, that's not a big deal, but also like, Maybe we have learned that that could be relevant well, you know, to even bigger system things that we've got to have learned from. Um, exactly. And so I think, I think that's got to be, that's something that, that might be good in this. Um, but it's also going to be a really hard transition as to how to establish that um, when it's not going to be normal. Well, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're quote unquote reopened now, but yeah, what? No. it's not normal. We're not and, normal. Yeah, <laughs> and we and, won't be in a couple of weeks. Like, and what is that even going to look like? Exactly. But I love, I love these, these, these small and big things you're talking about. So you're talking about the small things, like right, individually or community wide, and then you're talking about right. the systematic things. Like, I don't want to go back to a normal where there's no healthcare for everybody. Right. Let's let's change that. Or you know, what does it mean to? Is this the end of cube farms in in uh, office buildings? Right. I saw Karma was passing around an article the other day mm -hmm. that showed like even on one floor of an office complex where the air conditioner was on this side and the airflow was this way. Right. And it infected everybody on this side of the building. But then there was this common area where the bathrooms and the break rooms and the elevators are. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, there were like two cases. Right. And so you know, is this the end of cubicles? Is this the end of big office complexes as we know it? And, I mean, I don't see right? not. What are we going to use that space for then? And, right. Yeah. I, I mean, and I think, I think those kind of things, like, they're scary because mm -hmm. then it makes it seem like, well, are those people going to have their jobs? But they're also beneficial in ways that are like, well, you know, maybe they are going to have their jobs, but it's going to be in a way that's, you know, better office conditions and, or, or they can work from home. Um, but in a way that's, that's right. safer and healthier. And like, there's, there's more flex time. Like, so right. there's half the people in the office at the one at once and you're able to flex your time. You're working right. from home. Um, the, the email thing or the zoom mm -hmm. call. It's like, right. did that meeting really, did I really need to fly out here for that? You did Probably it. not. You did. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think I think in that way, you know, there's definitely going to be some benefits. However, I do see some things like you kind of mentioned the creatures of habit thing. Um, I think for me, it is going to be a really hard transition to like being super productive again. Like I have gotten into a habit of being lazy and I don't even like to be lazy. You know, like that's not even that's not even like my, my thing. Um, but I do, I can wake up whenever I want. Right. I can get things done kind of whenever I want, you know, as they come, whatever. I, I don't, I don't have to be productive and efficient because there's, there's nothing that really desperately needs to be done today that I couldn't just do tomorrow. Right. Um, and I think that I don't, I, that is going to be a really hard transition. And I think it will be to a certain degree for everyone. Um, and I, I think that I can get back to it, but it's going to be a rough time mm -hmm. initially. And um, I'm hoping that also 
people are able to transition or to, to get back into also being social. You know, I don't, I don't want a new norm where people only video chat with each other. Right. You know, I, I don't, I don't want that to change to where people think that like screen time is the same as FaceTime. Right. Um, and obviously I don't mean FaceTime like iPhone. No, no, no. I get <laughs> And I, I think you're, I think you're going to be, I think we're going to be okay on that. I think we're still going to get together and we're still yeah. going to have social functions face to face. Um, yeah. They, they may include a little bit different, a, a different look with masks or whatever, but I think we'll right. get there. And yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just, but yeah, I see what you're, mm-hmm. and if, if that's something that you're holding in terms of, you know, I don't want that to be, um, the way it's going to be or whatever. I don't, you know, I think we'll be okay. I hope so. I I do too, because I feel like there's been pretty, a pretty group consensus of like, I'm tired of a screen, you know, I like, like I want to see all of you and I'm tired of a screen. And so I'm like willing to do the screen in order to see you, but I don't want this stupid screen between us anymore. You know, and I, I do feel like, like you said, I, I do think it'll come back because at the end of the day, people need people. They don't, they don't need just virtual. Oh yeah. This would be so hard if this was going to be, nah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, mm, no, no. I could not. <laughs> uh, uh, I think, um, you know, science will come around and, and help us out with that. I think a vaccine, yeah. uh, a universal vaccine. Uh, yeah. will go a long way towards and um, should something else creep up I think we're so much better prepared now mm-hmm. after yeah. having gone through this so yeah you know other things will other things will come along and and I think we'll keep learning from from mm-hmm. our experience so yeah really I, I have to believe that otherwise I, I can't <laughs> I do too I, I agree with that yeah um, I also think it's been interesting noting who has been this quote unquote essential. Um, Mm. I think that's been a very interesting part of the Corona um, of just the jobs that we have deemed like vital that we can't live without. We're often jobs that people kind of just disregarded or we're really just not as appreciative of. Um, So I think that's also been a very, uh, it's helped with perspective. Um, of just being like this is actually these are the things that our country could not survive without that we really don't pay attention to Um, right so maybe that's been a good a little bit of a wake-up call for people as well and if they're essential should we be treating them differently than we you know were before absolutely Um, if an essential job is a minimum wage job then we need to probably think about you know minimum wage and how (laughs) yeah yeah so exactly. yeah and, and you know everything from the doctor to the drive-through worker right are essential yeah. and let's if we're going to call them essential let's think about how they live in their day-to-day right. lives yeah right and for the rest of us that are non-essential wow what are we doing <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> i'm on it i'm not essential uh, no. they keep it now no, no. It, it's true. 
it, it actually, even in that, so obviously that, that has been a, a very funny joke. I feel like throughout people have just like, even just the meme games of people with their essential versus non has been hilarious. And I appreciate their um, addition of humor into my life. Um, but mm -hmm. also I think one of the things that I have been considering in that of like, of how, how excited and how much joy um, people get from things that are these like non-essential, like my, like my tour, you know, of course that's going to be what's most relevant to me right now. You know, I'm going to, I'm thinking about people, how, how many, many people have said like, I can't wait to be able to like to go and travel again and to, to tour and to walk around and learn about history and like have good food and good drinks and, you know, and, and so that's, that's also been kind of on my mind of, how lucky we are that we get to do things like that, that we get mm -hmm. to just do things that at the end of the day, they're not essential. They don't, they're not required for life. And yet like they bring so much joy and happiness and, exactly. and all of that. And, and how, even though that is inessential for survival, it's so essential for mental health and stability and wellness and how all of us are doing and how yeah. much we need those kind of things. Yeah. Um, so that's also been like, just, I've kind of been thinking about that a lot lately. Yeah. The, the gig economy is, yeah. is built on, and we would say non-essential, but at the same time, life giving. Right. Um, you know, like artists, musicians. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I've participated. I can't say I went to a concert. I participated in, you know, screen time con live concerts but yeah. boy is it just not the same no it's not and and oh my god we want to support these people and these you know creators and and doers like you yeah. and we just can't right now and mm -hmm. you know you <laughs> you could go out right now and do your virtual tour on <laughs> on yeah. a device and i would watch it and i would tip you but it is. But it would not be the not. same. It would not be the same. You know, honestly, the reason I have not done that is because I thought to myself, "Would you go? Would you do that? Would you enjoy that?" No, no, you wouldn't. So why do that? Don't you know? And and I think I think obviously, look, don't get me wrong. I think that the concerts and stuff that people have done for some people, they've been amazing and they've been super life giving, and I I greatly appreciate it. But like there's something about just walking around downtown yeah that if i'm sitting there telling you about history and you're on a screen you're gonna be like mute like i don't care like it's just not gonna work no, no one no one can 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 pay attention to that we need the interaction we need to be physically active as we're doing it and seeing and like well, yeah, and you're stopping in at local businesses. Oh, normally we would stop in at this business and get honey tastings. Right. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm like, glad you haven't either because it's yeah. it's just those things are not going to translate. And, no. Um, yeah. And those are the things that we're going to, you know, we wanted to do before this, but we're going to crave that kind of stuff, I think, yeah. after. Yeah, I agree. And, I agree. Uh, just got to survive until. Yeah, I think your thing is probably going to be one of the earlier things that's going to be able to. Yeah. I mean, once we get tourism back, 
Um, exactly. Well, yeah, because I mean, it's it's outdoors. It will be very easy to stay distant. Right. Um, and and then people need to be active, you know. So like, let's get to walking. Oh, the, act, the active <laughs> I, outdoor thing is going to kill. I think. Right. Yeah, when we yeah. come back, yeah, I shouldn't use that, but yeah. Right. Yeah. I I, I hear you. I, I no. think I agree. I think it's going to be a big thing, and I think. You know, maybe what I'm hoping is maybe even for locals, you know, that mm -hmm. locals really get into to, to coming on tours and doing things like that. Because, you know, even if we can't travel yet, if there's not, you know, tourists coming in, maybe the That's locals want to come and do something. You know, they're saying that we can't right now have have people staying from out of town. Right. Um, so everybody is forced to staycation. Well, That's true. There's so, an option. So um, they talk about this in phases. Like, so maybe uh, mid phase two or end of phase two, you could start. Yeah. When the business, I mean, basically when the businesses open back up, you'll yeah, be able exactly. to get going. Exactly. Yeah. And, and honestly, so my main, the main people that I book with is through Airbnb. Mm -hmm. um, and Airbnb experiences, they have closed their site off until April 28th. I mean, until May 28th. For sure. May 28th. So, okay. Um, so kind of my maybe ish game plan is, right. is to kind of start back after that. Um, hmm. but you know, as has been everything, right. every day is new and different for it better is. or for worse. <laughs> um, so that's my, like, if I had a game plan, that would be it. However, it is very flexible and we shall see. Exactly. We, we, kind of can plan but not really yeah you have to make all plans with pencil like there's no there's do not write in pen for yep. the next until yep. to be determined i don't know let's take a break
your dreams are on fire, then your heart might get burned. But to choose to be strong and have courage to heal lends truth to your song and the hope that I feel that you said it best. that has been super hard for me and I'm sure very like at, at a lot of people um, is, you know, um, unemployment is just not an option. Like for, for the right. next, like I, my unemployment, um, my unemployment status has right. been pending for over two months now. Mm. Does that mean, does that mean somebody specifically has to look at it before? Yes. Okay. So Mm -hmm. other people that had like, I don't want to say normal jobs, but so other, other people would, would just get passed through. Right. But yours has to be reviewed by somebody's eyes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Um, and, and evidently it's a lot to do with the, the, the places and the, the type of jobs that um so with unemployment in general you know it goes through the business Mm -hmm. well the businesses where that was the situation and the businesses that were kind of on top of it and making it happen and pushing it through um then it it generally went pretty quick for those people but anyone who that was not the situation it's been a lot like this you know businesses that maybe weren't on top of it because they couldn't be or or they needed you know government assistance in helping pay that unemployment because you know that has been an option that like normally it's businesses that have to pay that's not the case right now yeah Um, yeah. however because of that there's just there's no there's no one to talk to i've tried to call um and it just literally says sorry no 
Like, yeah. it's, it's not even like a call back later or like. Or you you're can, 25th and hold yes, on. Yes, yeah. you can uh, wait for the next 36 <laughs> hours. Cause like, I, I kid you not, I would be waiting for 36 hours. Right, and, I think, right. and I think that's the reality for most people, which is why they're just like, no, like we can't, we cannot. Yeah. Um, and well, so I think that's, that's yeah. maddening. Cause it's just like, okay, well, I'll just. Yeah, this is available to you, and yet it's, it's not, not because of where we are. Right. And I'm finding the same thing. Like, Carmen and I haven't got our, our quote-unquote stimulus checks mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And we go on the website to where you enter your information to put mm -hmm. your um, bank draft stuff in there. Mm -hmm. And we can't get through the first thing. They keep picking us out because either we enter our address wrong or, I mean, we know our socials. We know our address. I, right. I forget what, what the third thing is. But so we know all this income, stuff. Maybe combined income or something like I that. Don't I don't know. Think, yeah. Whatever it is. And so, and then, then you can, yeah, you can try three times a day. Mm -hmm. And then they say, okay, you've, you've reached your, and then if you try and go into like FAQs or whatever, they're like, well, there's really no one here to help you. And so. Sorry about your bad luck. <laughs> and so we, yeah. we were like, well, maybe they don't have our address right. And we're like, so we sent in that, we, we, we printed out a paper form and, and sent it in. And at the bottom of it is, or I forget, on the website where you print it out, they're like, well, nobody's there to, to look at the mail right Receive now. Receive that, yes. <laughs> so, so you're like, cool, thank you. Yeah, so we're like, we couldn't try anything that right. would help us. Nope. And yet, we're trying to help, you know, so, mm -hmm. and again, we're privileged enough that, you know. Right, it's exactly. It's not gonna keep us from meeting or paying our rent. Um, right. But, wow it, it's mm -hmm. like it's one of those things and and i i don't know yeah. you're you're going for unemployment i was going to go for the uh, ppp the payroll protection program mm -hmm. and the first um the first one they ran out within a day yep. they ran out of funds and so yep. i went for the second round and i think i just got approved i haven't signed the paperwork or whatever but yeah me as an s corporation i had to like submit forms that my business because it's just me and karma right we don't even we don't even fill out we don't even right <laughs> we don't even generate those reports in our business because yep. like you know why would we do a profit loss statement right. we don't sell anything you know right. <laughs> it's like we don't mm -hmm. have yep. those documents that you want and yet mm -hmm. we're eligible for this and mm -hmm. by design we should be able to get this and right. so I'm like working with my accountant. I'm working with the people at the bank that are, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's just such a, you know. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, what I've been thinking about in all of these things is kind of like what you said of like, we are privileged and one, I, you know, I, I have a master's degree, right? So I am used to dealing with very complicated problems and like, you know, have, have learned through extensive <laughs> training of like problem solving and, you know, working with formulas and all of that. And this is too complicated for me. Oh. You know, it's too much. It's something that I cannot understand and I cannot do anything about it. And I also, at the end of the day, if I don't get this, like I have enough resources and assistance through, you know, through my community that I will be okay. So I'm I just so imagine glad, people yeah. who don't have either of those things, how, like, 
How are they supposed to I'm do so this? I'm so glad you brought that up because that is so important. I, uh, you know, my, my second, my education is not going to help me in this, right. <laughs> in this case. Yeah. And I'm going to rely on other professionals to help me because mm -hmm. that's what they know how to do. Yeah. And yeah, if you're, if you're allowed, if you allow yourself to feel stupid about how much you don't know, then, you know, you can do that. But I don't, I don't think we should. No, you should no, not I feel don't. bad that your master's degree is not going to help you navigate the, the, the disaster that is yeah. the unemployment system. I do right. not beat yourself up about that, Jordan. Fair. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I appreciate that because I do sometimes. I'm like, why can't I get this? Like, why is this so no. hard? No. Um, and, and there's just like, there's loopholes on loopholes on loopholes. In addition to the fact that there's just, they're so under employed and under like no there's not enough people to deal with anything and there's no assistance for anyone it just everyone is is flailing yeah um and so i think but 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 like i said in that like i also am like well i'm i'm okay mm -hmm. you know and so i'm only flailing enough to just be like forget it like whatever <laughs> I'm done. I, I can't. Yeah. I but know. some people can't, some people cannot say, forget it. I'm done. You know, and I have to, I, I just kind of like, I think about that when I get really frustrated and I'm like, well, you know, this is tough, but also like, or this is tough. And also I, yes. I hope there's someone who is helping someone who, who desperately needs this in order to feed their families. Exactly. You know, like, I just, Let's hope that they're, and, and again, let's not go back to the normal where those right. people are going to line up for 12 hours um, in, the, in the food drive line, in, right. the, uh, in the food you know, distribution line. Let's, let's not, if that's, if that's what normal looks like, let's not go back there. Right. And there are so many ways that if, you know, if normal is trying to spend 12, 14, 20 hours on a two page application, um, for your safety net, uh, right. let's let's not go back to that. Let's let's right. figure out something maybe where that's a little easier, or that's right. you know. It's, so, mm -hmm. boy, how long do you think it'll take for us? You know, uh, for um, I've heard for some things that it takes about six weeks to break a habit. Right? Mm. We're well into six weeks on this. Yeah. Do you think we'll see some? some good come out of this in terms of, of the change that we want and need and feel like? I mean, I think some things, yes. Um, one of the things that Kelsey has been talking about a lot um, is taking more time for just like self-care um, mm. instead of, of filling schedules so busy Mm. That, that 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 those things just aren't they don't they're not a priority right mm -hmm. because there's so there's all these other things that that quote unquote have to be done um that that realistically like they don't have to <laughs> you know and so i think that 
I think a lot of people have, have kind of acknowledged that um, of the self-care and of the like spending a quality time with the person that, that you're, that you're living with, like, you know, whoever that is of just really like having that time together. Yeah. Um, I, so I would say that the, you know, I know you guys pretty well. And I do know that you guys have often said like, you feel your schedule, you know, you, mm-hmm. you guys, mm-hmm. before this, you guys were, you know, yeah, it's something Daily, every night. All the time. And we would try and get together and we'd be going, you know, try and find a night or whatever. And we'd do it. And it was fun. Oh, yeah. You know, we would get together. We would make time. Yeah. But I see what you're saying about that. And, and that after there is what we're calling another normal, um, that you guys do plan that in. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's something yeah. you guys are feeling like yeah. is helpful and is, is good. The other side of that, from my from my perspective mm-hmm. and for me is the yeah. sloth the sloth part of the Enneagram mm-hmm. nine. Yeah. Is that I have all this time. That's something that I have to, you know, I I need to work on. I don't know how to say, it, but it's been, it's been very apparent. Oh yes. You know, yeah. it's been very clear to me mm-hmm. that if I don't have a structure, I'm gonna while away those hours doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And that that has been a real um, eye-opening and not flattering thing for me to realize yeah. about myself. But yeah. I feel like in general, this, this time has like everything that we've ever said, I don't have time for mm. insert literally anything that you could have done at your house or in, you know, without involving lots of other people. I don't have time for blank. Like, Oh, but you did <laughs> in six weeks. Like, because I, I, you know, I have felt the same. Mine has been particularly with like projects around the house. You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't have time for blah, blah, blah. And it's like, really? What do you, like, what do you mean? What do you not have time to do? You have nothing to do, you know? And so yeah. I, I can definitely see that um, yeah. as well, you know, just like whatever it is that you've been putting off because you mm-hmm. didn't have time, like, now you now you're aware that it's not just that you know nope. that there was something else. There's something there. else that was keeping. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, yeah. 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 I, I feel can that. See that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. We we can blame it on the easy thing without looking deeper. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I think um, going back to Enneagram because I can't help it. Um, <laughs> I was sent an Enneagram seven thing the other day that said like um, <laughs> the fact that like sevens, we do the same, you know, I don't have time to, to I don't have time to think about that. Um, mm. And, and it said, it was like sevens are so determined not to think through all of their feelings and thoughts and emotions that they've all learned how to bake bread from scratch. <laughs> And I was like, oh, it's so true. Like <laughs> that's been, that's mine. Right. Of like, I have not had any of the distractions. It's not like I, I, I had, I didn't have time to, to deal with all of the things that I am often great at busying my schedule up to where I can't deal with them. I can't think about them, you know? And so kind of almost along the same lines as you, as I have been very aware of my, like, it's not time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's your own resistance to doing yeah. that you know yeah. so yeah, yeah if we scratch the surface and dig a little deeper it's like oh, oh that, that, that mm. that's more this than what yeah. i've always been yeah hmm. yeah 
Oh, no. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so this, is, this, is, this is making us grow. I don't mm-hmm. understand. Yeah. Hey, when that happens. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it is hard. It is definitely tough. Oh, self-awareness. What a, yeah, right? Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, well, uh, thank you for joining me. Of course. Thanks for listening. Please check out our show notes for this and other episodes at circlestories.org. While you're there, you can leave a comment, browse the archived episodes, recommend a conversation we need to have, subscribe, like, and review. Break Music was provided with permission by David Lamott. Find him and links to his catalog at davidlamott.com. Show Music, Will the Circle Be Unbroken? Music by Ada R. Habershon arranged by Randa Kirschbaum, and performed by Dr. Jennifer Wilson. Don't try and follow us Circle Stories on social media because, well, I just don't have time. C.S. Lewis said, The next best thing to being wise oneself is to live in a circle of those who are. <laughs>